Hello and welcome. You're listening to The Grit Podcast. I'm Mary Werdeman. And uh, if this is your first time listening, I want to extend a warm welcome to you. Um, It's great to have you here. And if you're not new here and you've been listening to me, um, I'd like to say thank you so much. I appreciate that you have been, and I absolutely appreciate the fact that you're back and listening again. So I hope, it's my hope and my intention that that there's something about um, whatever topic I'm discussing, or in this case, I'm reading from Tom Zuba's um, wonderful first book called Permission to Mourn. Um, but it's my hope and my intention that that whatever we're talking about on the podcast, that it'll be helpful and that you'll find it hopeful and um, that you'll use it to help you along your, your path and your journey. Um, if you're here because you've lost someone you dearly love, um, I'm really sorry, really, really sorry. And um, I appreciate the fact that you are here. It tells me that you're looking for healing, that you're hoping to find tools to heal. And again, um, it's, it's my hope and my goal to help provide tools and hope and inspiration here. Um, so GRIT stands for Grief Relief It Takes Time. And yes, 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 grief relief does take time, but time alone will not heal your grief. Um, Healing requires intention. Um, You have to make the decision that you're at least willing to heal, that you would like to heal, that you hope that you can heal. And then uh, it also requires concrete, actionable steps. And I consider listening to this podcast a concrete, actionable step. And I want to thank you again for that. And I want to appreciate you for that. And I hope that you'll um, acknowledge and appreciate yourself for that. So um, with that, again, I am reading, I have been for the last... um, gosh, 15 podcasts, something like that. I've been reading from Tom Zuba's book, Permission to Mourn. And um, this is a book that has been a treasure for me. It's helped me so much uh, along my my healing path. It's a book that I come back to over and over again. And every time I read it, I I find something new um, in it or it maybe maybe it's not new necessarily because I've read the book over and over again, but it feels new. Somehow I'm now ready to look at some of the content with new eyes. You know, I guess when the, when the uh, student is ready, the teacher will appear. Right. And, um, and that happens to me quite often with this book. And I, I've been very, um, very, very appreciative of it and Tom's work in general. So uh, I hope that you'll consider picking it up. I'm glad that you're listening to it here um, because that's a nice way to take it in as well. So today um, I am reading chapter 17 
great chapter. It's called Signs, Symbol, Signs and Symbols and Messages. So chapter 17, Signs and Symbols and Messages. I'm going to read that now for you. We want the same thing. If you are like me, you want to know that the people you love who have died are safe, that they are happy and healthy and whole again, that they know you ask for forgiveness and that you forgive them. You want to be sure that they know how much you loved them while they were here with you in their physical bodies and how much you will continue to love them now that they have returned to their spirit form. You want their reassurance that they know that you did everything you could to keep them alive with you. You want them to know that they will not be forgotten and that your deepest hope is that you will see them again and when it is your turn to leave your physical body. So you ask for signs, you pray, you plead, you beg, give me a sign that you're still here. Can you hear that favorite song on the radio at the perfect time? in the perfect place, and then you hear it again, and you wonder, could it be? And you notice the butterfly appearing when you need to see it the most, as if it knows the cries of your heart, and you wonder, could it be? And the bird taps at your window, and it comes back again and again and again, helping you to feel a connection, and you wonder, could it be? And you see their name on a billboard, and on a license plate, and in the newspaper. And you see them in a dream. You can feel them, hear them, hold them. And you wonder, could it be? And I say to you over and over and over again, yes, 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 yes. This is your beloved talking to you. He is telling you he is okay. She is telling you that she is still here. And you go to see the Long Island Medium, and she tells you the same thing. And you read Sylvia Brown's books, and John Edwards' books, and James Von Prague's books, and they say, all say the same thing. They say, yes, 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 it is your beloved. And you visit a medium in your own town, and you pay money to ask the exact same questions. Could it be? And you seek confirmation from your pastor or priest or rabbi. As I said, we all want the same thing. We want to know that the people we love that have died are okay. Sooner or later, you will come to a place where you realize a river is flowing and people are standing on both sides of that river. People like you, people like me. On one side of the river are the people who have made the conscious decision, and it is most definitely a choice, that yes, 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 the signs, the symbols, the messages, the dreams are all coming from the people we love who have died. Our beloveds are using all their energy, all their power, all their creative resources to let us know that they are okay, happy, healthy, whole, and home, surrounded by and basking in a love that knows no definition. 
The nice thing about being on this side of the river is that once you are here, you stay here forever because you find peace and contentment and happiness and joy knowing what you know. People are standing on the other side of that same river, continuing to wonder. They continue to ask, could it be? Some of them notice the song, the butterfly, the bird, and they ask over and over and over again, could it be? And others on that same side of the river don't even notice. Their eyes are shut. Their ears are tuned out. Their hearts have closed. There is also a bridge that will take you from this side of the river to the other. And all you need to do is say yes, 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 yes. Today I make the conscious decision to believe that we are, we are still connected. That I can communicate with you, my beloved, and you can communicate with me still that signs, symbols, messages, the dreams are all love notes from you to me. And that one decision, the decision to say yes, will make all the difference for the rest of your life. That one decision will help you to heal. Decide to say yes. Choose to say yes. Say yes. Okay, that's chapter 17. Wow. Wow. Okay, so, you know, if you're out there waiting for just the right sign that will help you to believe, I don't know. I don't know if that's coming. Because as Tom pointed out in this chapter, it's a conscious decision to believe. You know, you have to, you have to open your eyes, you, know, you have to open your ears, um, open your heart to see the signs. I know your mind will play tricks with you. Um, it wants to tell you that your beloved is gone. And I think for me, speaking just for me, for me, it, it took a little practice. Yes, you know, my mind wanted to tell me that I wasn't really getting feathers, you know, from Brian. I told that story on a, on a previous podcast. And then they sent me, a, he sent me a bigger feather. Um, but I think it's interesting or um, it's funny in some ways that once I opened my mind to the possibility I mean, once I really opened my, my mind and my heart to the real possibility that it's true, then the signs really just concrete signs, it, I saw them really for what they were. They really, they really, really are there. And, um, I guess a couple of things, I, I think it kind of, it comes down to questioning your beliefs. It comes down to making decisions. Um, and it comes down to those really important questions that are on page eight of permission to mourn. Um, because 
if you'll recall, um, or if you have the book, you should flip to page eight because on page eight, one of the questions, there's a couple questions to actually deal with it, but um, it's, it's, are they still aware of us here on earth? And if they are, can they communicate with us and we with them? Um, but all of these questions, as Tom has pointed out over and over and over again, these, these questions, is there a God? You know, if there is, where is he, she, it, they? And if there's a God, what did they have to do with the death of the person I love? Um, and on and on. Those are, those are questions that need to be answered along with, are they still aware of us here on earth? And if they are, can they communicate with us? And the answers to those questions need to, need to create peace for you. You need to be able to answer that if you want to heal. You need to be able to answer those questions in a way that bring you peace and not pain. And for me, um, I'm certain that um, my son and my my mom and dad they communicate with me. They send me they send me real, real concrete signs. And I will share one one more sign with you that I that I got. Um, right after Brian died, really. Um, we had just moved into the home that we live in now, and um, Brian moved with us. So my point mentioning that is that we didn't have a lot of, uh, in, his, in his new room, he didn't have years and years and years of accumulated possessions, right? He had packed everything up and, um, you know, and he was older. So he puts, you know, some of his memorabilia and some things that he, you know, from when he was younger away, you know, he stored that. So, um, so we moved into this house and shortly after that, Brian put himself, um, in, he, he went, he put himself in treatment. He went for treatment. And so he didn't have a ton of odds and ends in his room. Then when he came home, from treatment. Um, again, he'd been in treatment, so he didn't have a lot of things with him there. So he had really pared down a lot of, a lot of things. He was 24. So he didn't, you know, he didn't have a lot of stuff, stuff, but when he came home, uh, and his room was set up, it was really neat and tidy and not a lot of odds and ends. Of course, long story short is, um, we lost him shortly after he came home. He left this physical world. The sign that I want to tell you about is as I was going through his room, maybe in the next few days, maybe a couple of weeks, again, there wasn't a lot to go through. Um, I was just in his room, uh, probably sitting and just wanting to, to be, um, be around his things. In any event, I found a like magnet, a four by six rectangular carving almost 
it was magnetized and on it, it said, everything will be okay. Now I'd never seen it before. I've never, I had never seen it before. And there this magnet was, everything will be okay. And yeah, I believe that, I believe that is a sign. I believe that is a beautiful sign. And now it hangs on my refrigerator. So there are signs, there are symbols, there are, there are ways that your beloved is reaching out to you every single day. Um, it's just, just there waiting for you to acknowledge, you know, just for you to open your heart and see. And uh, I hope you will. I hope you will, because as Tom wrote at the end of chapter 17, at the end of 17, imagine this. Imagine how life-changing that would be for you for the rest of your life, right? He wrote that one decision, the decision to say yes, will make all the difference for the rest of your life. That one decision, the decision to believe in symbols, signs, messages, dreams, notes from your beloved. That one decision, the decision to believe that they are from your beloved will help you to heal. Decide to say yes. Choose to say yes. Say yes. So I hope you'll say yes. And um, with that, I'm going to sign off for today, but I want to tell you again how much I appreciate your being here and, um, and your willingness to look for things that are helping you to heal on your path and choosing to be here and listening to, to grit with me. Um, I hope it's helping and I certainly absolutely appreciate the fact that you are listening so with that, um, please be so kind to yourself and be compassionate and loving and gentle. And I wish you so much grace and so much peace on your path, on your grief path and your life path. Take really good care of yourself and I'll be back.